Game Changers Podcast. I'm your host, Robbie Gill. Thank you for joining us. You can find us at buildculture.co slash podcast. That's buildculture.co slash podcast. Our podcast is all about making leadership learnable. Yeah, that's right. It's a word. Uh, we got to say thanks to one of our special contributors here, uh, Kevin McLeod, who made us this intro. We appreciate you, man. Hey, we hope everyone's staying safe with all the COVID-19 concerns. It's never been easier to socially distance. Netflix, uh, Disney+, Plus, Hulu, more podcasts, this podcast. I've been playing some guitar lately. You know, let's, uh, let, let's be safe and hopefully this passes soon. As always, we want to let everyone know we do have a new blog post up uh, at buildculture.co slash blog. This one is about the, the late, great Kobe Bryant. Uh, really awesome piece. I mean, this guy was this guy was phenomenal. He was the closest thing we've seen to Michael Jordan in his ability to take over any situation and dominate and win, uh, especially with the Michael Jordan documentary just coming out uh, this past weekend. Uh, really cool article here for how Kobe Bryant used to get mentally prepared for big games. You know, if you have a big project to do, you got a big meeting, um, how do you get mentally focused? You know, this article uh, shows us Kobe Bryant's method into doing that. Once again, that's at buildculture.co slash blog. Uh, Really cool information there. Um, So as you guys know, this is our first episode today, uh, episode one, leading from the side. And uh, we like to pick sayings or quotes that help relay the message before we kind of get into the the meat of the the podcast episode. The the saying we saw today um, is by Ken Blanchard, and it is, the key to leadership today is influence, not authority. So Blanchard made this quote in the early 2000s, and it's pretty cool because he he made the quote in reference to into our time, into the 21st century, and how leadership today really isn't like it was before. It doesn't rest on a title. Um, you aren't a leader if you have a title. You are a leader if you have influence. Um, if you're a part of a church, you're at work, you're part of a school, uh, and you don't have a title, it doesn't mean you can't be a leader, right? You can be a leader as long as you have influence. Um, it's pretty helpful that we have that quote today because specifically today's episode, Leading from the Side, is the microcosm of leadership influence, of basically how you can find leadership influence on a one-on-one level. So let's shift to this. Um, what is leading from the side? Well, leading from the side is, is not leading from behind. It's not leading from in front of. It's not leading over your shoulder. It is, like it says, leading from the side. Uh, and the whole point of leading from the side is it's supposed to show that there's equal ground with you and somebody else. You know, there's, there's a certain set of sense of commonality between people who are side to side, right? If you're in the military and you're going into battle, right, you have people on your left and you have people on your right. Um, when someone gets married, the groom, they have all their groomsmen on their side, right, as a support system. Uh, once the man and the wife get married, you know, they go down back the aisle side by side, right? So there's kind of an implicit relationship between folks who are next to each other. And that's how we want to focus on this concept of leading from the side. So what are some examples? Where can you find leading from the side? Well, you know, everyday life. Let's say you're on a basketball team and you want to ask your coach for some extra help on developing your three-point shot. Or you're an employee talking to their boss about a certain part of your job that you just don't know how to do. You know, you've tried one thing, it didn't work. Tried another thing, it didn't work. Now you go into your boss and saying, hey, this isn't working for me. What should I do, right? Uh, it could be a little sister asking for 
asking their big sister on how to do their hair for the first time for the big dance, right? Uh, an employee talking to his or her colleague about 401k benefits, right? Uh, a friend asking their friend about car trouble, battery issues, right? All these things, they could be help, assistance, instruction, advice, even just venting. They're all uh, situations where someone's coming to somebody else, a subject's coming to a teacher, um, and looking for some sort of advice, right? Um, this isn't to take away from the current brother, friend, mother-daughter relationship that already exists, but if you are a brother, uh, a sister, a mother, or a daughter, or a friend, or a cousin, or a boss, um, and you have influence, well, then you're a leader, right? And so that's what leading from, the influ- leading from the side is. It's that microcosm of leadership influence. But to really show how this concept leading from the side is really indicative of leadership, let's break it down by perspective, right? We've got two perspectives here. We've got the subject, the person who has gone to learn something or is looking for advice. And then we have the teacher um, who is providing some sort of knowledge or maybe just being there in the moment, but they're the one being talking, being talked to. So subject and then the teacher. Now from the subject side, They could be stressed out, you know, physiologically. uh, When we get stressed out, we have pressure points on the back of our necks. We get butterflies, right? Um, You're you're kind of looking for answers that you don't have. Um, The fact that you're looking for answers, the fact that you're nervous and anxious and looking for something is acknowledgement of the fact that we know, you know, if we're putting ourselves in that subject's perspective, that we don't have the answers. If we don't have the answers, then we're going outside of our person, outside of our mind. And so we're kind of going out of our comfort zone. That's the first thing that happens to the subject here is that they're looking forward to going out of their comfort zone, right? Um, that's one thing we want to remember. The second thing is that when they're going to somebody else for help, going outside of their mind, outside of their person for answers, they're relinquishing a little bit of their authority, right? We're, we're, we're talking to somebody, hey, I need help on, on this, right? So I don't have the answers. I'm looking for you for answers. Guide me. Give me some information, right? I'm relinquishing some of my behavioral authority over to you. What should I do, right? These are really, really important for a subject. This is how a subject, someone going for help can really become a leader, can really practice leadership. Because by going out of your comfort zone, by showing some vulnerability when you relinquish your authority, you're learning to be coachable, You know, we're in a really interesting time today where there's so many resources out there, so many things to learn, so many ways to learn um, that a growth mindset is huge. And being able to learn to be coachable is really, uh, really, really a component of a growth mindset. Right. Uh, When you're going to somebody and you're asking for help, um, like I said, you're going out of your comfort zone. You're, you're showing some vulnerability. You're relinquishing some authority. Both of those components really lead to being coachable, uh, really lead to a further of a growth mindset. So it's really important here. You know, you, you can go out and ask anybody for help, and it's not weakness, right? It really is all about growing yourself in the process. Learning to be coachable uh, is, is, is humbling, right? And it helps us become leaders because uh, we can't become leaders. We can't achieve. We can't uh, accomplish anything if we don't know how to do something, right? So, so being able to go to somebody and be coachable is really important to a subject's perspective uh, of finding leadership, right? Um, but leading from the side really, really, really hones on the teacher's perspective, right? The leader's perspective. And there's two distinct ways uh, the teacher here uh, can really exemplify and build leadership. The first way is enhancing their maturity as a leader. And what do we mean by enhancing their maturity? What it really is is, you know, if someone's coming to you for help, um, for issues and things like that, 
maybe the right thing is to give them advice. Maybe it's not to give them advice. Maybe it's just to listen. Maybe it's to offer a ton of advice. Maybe it's to direct them to somewhere else, right? We have to read the situation. We have to read body language. We have to pick up on social cues. And by doing this, the leader, the teacher here, is really enhancing their maturity. You know, we a lot of people say the worst advice is unsolicited advice, right? Um, someone may be just be coming to you because they need to get something off their chest, right? Maybe they're not looking for advice back. Maybe they just want to vent. So in that sense, you're lending your ears, you're nodding along, you're seeing the point come across, and you know maybe the, the subject, just maybe them talking about it, it helps them grow. Well then, even though you didn't say anything as a leader, as a teacher, you really did help guide them. You know, um, there, there is a lot of, there is a lot of merit in that of someone coming to you, right? We don't want to take this kind of stuff for granted. Yeah. Someone's asking you for some 401k advice at work or whatever. It doesn't mean anything. Well, they still came to you. They still see you as somebody with influence. And so you're a leader there. So you don't want to diminish that. You don't want to, you don't want to lose sight of that, right? Um, if someone's coming to you for advice, for instruction to vent, um, you are in a special perspective. You're in a special place. Um, and so you don't have to get your two cents in, right? We're not, we're not automatic sages because someone just came to us, right? Like I said, someone could just be trying to vent and our only goal there is just to help them out, help guide them. You know, uh, there's an author, Daniel Pink, who wrote a book to sell as human. And he talked about in the book that most people are deathly afraid of silence. And they're so afraid of silence that when we're having a conversation with somebody, uh, if there's silence after the last person talks, we jump to get in. But there could be a possibility that that person we're talking to hasn't finished their thought yet. And so what I mean to say is that when Daniel Pink brought up the situation, he said it's honestly a best practice for us to wait three to four seconds, even five seconds sometimes when you're talking to somebody. Because someone may have stopped talking, but they may have not finished their point. And are we really doing them a service as leaders, as teachers, as guides, um, if we're cutting off their chain of thought? I mean, let everyone, let, let them say what they need to. Let them get it all off their chest and then analyze the situation and then figure out what's the best path forward, whether it is to direct them somewhere else, whether it is to give them advice that you have, or maybe it is just to kind of, you know, be a well, you know, just let them kind of uh, figure it out for themselves. So this is really important because people think leaders are all about, you know, uh, commanding people and talking and, oh, I've got so much experience, so I've got to give it, you know, give it all to you. But it's really not about that. It's really just about being there for somebody, right? Leadership influence doesn't have to be you talking. Leadership influence can just be you being there. You know, you can build huge relationships on, on just on someone being there. Um, that's the first way, right? Enhancing a leader's maturity, right? Understanding that you don't have to be the sage, the be-all, end-all to to really lead somebody, you know, to really have influence over somebody. But the second way um, the teacher here benefits, really learns, is uh, building their own tribe, right? When we say building your own tribe at Game Changers, we talk about the core of leadership. Building a tribe means developing people and achieving something. So, the leader, the subject, the teacher here is really able to build their leadership in this perspective, right? Not only are they able to enhance their maturity for the future, but we don't want to downplay the fact that somebody has come to you for help, right? And so we want to doubly understand what they're going through and the situation they're in. Uh, you want to provide a safe place for them to kind of get their thoughts out. Uh, and then you also want to, you know, for some reason they've come to you right and that means they already trust you so you don't want to break that trust if someone's come to you you really want to make sure you're providing a safe environment for them where they don't feel attacked 
Uh, otherwise, they'll, they'll never come to you again. And then you've lost your influence. You've lost your leadership. Uh, but part of building your tribe is really learning about the person you're talking to, right? Uh, whether they be a friend, a colleague, a teammate, a sibling, uh, you're developing your relationship further by learning about them. If, you know, the, the whole goal of being a leader is so that way we can, we can help people achieve things, we can help achieve things for ourselves. And if we're ever in a position where we actually have a lot of leadership responsibility, um, then it's really important to understand our team. You know, you wanna know their strengths, you wanna know their weaknesses, what makes them tick, what do they enjoy doing? What do they not enjoy doing? So it's it's paramount. It's huge to take advantage of the fact here that someone is talking to you and you really get to learn from them. You know, if you're really able to lead from the side, um, there, there's a lot to gain from here. You know, we're, we'll be able to be grateful to hear the story of how our teammate works, of, you know, how they think and what kind of affects them. You know, this is huge. Um, if we're able to lead from the side, um, not only do we get to learn this stuff, we're able to build a more pure relationship. Uh, with with the person we're talking to, you know, if we lead from the side, we'll we'll set ourselves up as a go-to for the future, you know. So that way, if they ever do need advice, you know, they can come your way. You know, uh, it really is the foundation of leadership if you're able to successfully and gracefully lead from the side. Um, if you're part of an organization that has that has uh, relationships like this, you know, you're probably better off. Organizations like this, um, these are the kind of relationships you want people to have. You know, if, if people are leading from the side and they're not bent over uh, trying to, you know, put their two cents in and, and show everyone that they're the boss, um, then people will respond the right way. You know, um, these kinds of organizations, you know, when, when people are leading from the side, you know, when these are the kind of relationships you have that make up the organization. Um, anybody is more likely to go ask for help to do something the right way because they won't feel attacked. You know, they're more likely to go and take risks. They're more likely to go take chances, more likely to go learn something, uh, to excel at their job, to innovate, to make things better, to be more committed, to be more bought in. These are the kind of relationships you want in your organization. That's really what we want to kind of push today is leading from the side is really the microcosm of leadership influence. If anyone ever told you that you need a title uh, to be a leader, that's dead wrong. Uh, all you need is influence. And how do you exert influence? You lead from the side. You know, um, you listen to somebody. You understand the position that they're in. Uh, you pick up on social cues, on body language, on what they're going through. Is it the right thing for me to say something? Is it the right thing for me to just stay quiet? You know, um, and you know, once you figure that out, then you really get a chance to learn from somebody, to really develop a relationship, um, to kind of create a, a two-way path here. Because maybe someday you're going through something, and this person who came to you can be can be a sounding board for you. Um, so that covers um, our 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 concept for today. You know, uh, the Game Changers podcast. Um, you can find it on buildculture.co/podcast. We're all about making leadership learnable. And we'll always have concepts like this, uh, really easy things to do um, for you to, you know, put into your life straight away. You know, something as easy as someone coming to you for advice, you know, that's almost a weekly thing, you know, probably, or maybe even bi-weekly. And the next time it happens, you know, don't be too quick to put your two cents in there. You know, really take advantage of the fact that someone has come to you. It's a, it's a really gratifying moment, you know. Uh, we can humble ourselves with the fact that um, someone has really taken the time to, you know, ask for your opinion or just, just come to you. You know, um, that's what leading from the side is. That's what leadership is in the 21st century. Uh, thank you to Ken Blanchard. Thank you for Kevin McLeod um, for, for contributing. And, and we appreciate your time. Thanks. Bye-bye.